Welcome to the Pet Peeves Podcast, where we talk about veterinary medicine. Kind of. Sort of. Sometimes between dick jokes, I guess. And now with your host, Albert Escobedo. All right, so this is the Pet Peeves Podcast, episode three. I'm Albert Escobedo, your host. I'm a veterinary technician and a comedian. Always remember that in this podcast, do not take my medical advice without consulting your veterinarian. Uh, we have on our show tonight, actually this morning, it's 8.40 a.m. on July, July, January 30th, 1985. <laughs> we time travel in this motherfucker. No, it's January 30th, 2018, 8.30, 8.40 a.m., and our guest is K. Francis Norris, comedian K. Francis Norris. How's it going? It's going all right, man. Feeling good this morning? Really? Yeah, feeling decent. Excellent. He got here on time, and I was running late, and then we have the co-host, the man from uh, Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, Henry Amharai. What up? What up? What up? How's it feeling? How you guys feeling? You guys feeling like we're off to a good start already? I'm feeling all right. What should I call you, man? K? K, K you, friend? You can like, call me Kyle, man. Kyle? You can call all me right. Kyle. I got, right. do, you, do you talk about other stuff on here than pets? Yeah, we talk about, you obviously you haven't listened to episode one and two. <laughs> I haven't, dude. I'm we, way behind a local podcast. It's I would hard, say on, got one. on episode two, we talked about pets about 45 minutes in. Uh, on episode one, we talked about pets here and there. Like it, it, it gets to the pets eventually. There's, I only listen to structure. the ones that I do. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, obviously, I barely listen to the ones that I do. This is what I was talking about with Henry the other day. It's hard to make a podcast when you don't really listen to podcasts. Yeah, but it, it's probably better, man. That way, you're not like influenced, you're not influenced. by other podcasts. I used to listen to a lot of podcasts. I used to listen to the Joe Rogan Experience, like religiously. I used to listen to Bill Burr's Monday Morning Podcast religiously. Okay, yeah. I used to listen to This American Life. On uh, it's like NPR radio or whatever. Yeah. And now I don't listen to none of them because I don't live in Los Angeles, so I'm not stuck in traffic all the time. All right. And see, I started listening to to them all the time because I do that commute to Chicago every day. So, you know, I've got an hour each way in the car. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. Actually, it was a little bit. I mean, that's when else do you listen to podcasts? I guess if you're like stuck on an airplane or something. Yeah. It's, time, it's not really good for work or and or anything. Um, I mean, if you have a job where you're just sitting there for hours, what do you do when yeah. you're Listen to podcasts. Listen to podcasts. Yeah, try to sleep, but not not the pet peeves podcast. Listen, man, there's so <laughs> many podcasts. I figure I'd let you get your groove. You know, get a couple episodes in. No, I listened to uh, Coffee Black's our last guest. I listened to his podcast Shout yesterday. Out Coffee Black. Shout out to Coffee Black. I listened to it for like five minutes, and I was like, oh, I get I get the idea, and then I move on. Yeah, I like, was planning on listening to the. That one last night, but I was like, I got to get some sleep if I got to be up at 8 a.m. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. I'm glad you came right after work. Uh, Kyle drives for uh, a chauffeur, an overnight chauffeur at a hotel. Valet. 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 I don't get to wear a hat or nothing. I don't chauffeur. I tried to I tried to class it up a bit. Yeah, it's fine, man. It's a it's a valet. I'll be honest about the struggle. He's he's a struggling comedian. I mean, that's where you're supposed to be. You don't sell out like your boy Albert Escobedo and sign a contract. Let's get now, this straight, though. I'm struggling and a comedian. I'm not a struggling comedian. That's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's, well, I guess I am. What's up? It's a little different in my head, at least. That's what I tell myself. I get, I don't know. It depends how you look at. It. I don't know. I just don't know any too many comedians that have like solid careers going oh outside yeah everybody's of comedy. work it's so crazy you'll see people have like a special and shit they'll be on you know late night shows and they're 
working at the bagel shop or whatever. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of that going on. There's a lot of... I mean, what choice? You got to pay the bills. Comedy is not paying the bills. I'm trying to work in a bagel shop, man. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, most of the jobs that my friends had, I was like, my job is more commitment, but it's way better. Like, I don't want to be an Uber driver. I don't want to be like a food delivery yeah, guy. That's the only job. You look on Craigslist for jobs and it's all Uber drivers. Yeah. It's Uber and trucking companies. Truckers, dude. I'm There's not trying to do that, man. Dude. I'm not trying to get involved in like working. Why are there so many trucker jobs? That uh, blows my mind. That's a good question. I don't know, man. Is it The job must really suck because no one wants to do it. You think maybe yeah. it has some- I think you drive like mad long, like like yeah, dude. You have two days. You have really you have really short uh, windows. You gotta you gotta get wherever you're going. You know you can't be late. So you, people they end up like being on the road for like twenty four, thirty six hours at a time. You know what I mean? Only yeah, not I got a buddy that does it, and he'll be like, uh, they'll send him to Nashville for two days. Sometimes. You got to think like in a, they'll have you work like, I'm assuming longer than eight hour shifts for some stuff, because sometimes you'll drive stuff like you'll drive to Kentucky and then you'll still have to drive to somewhere else. You know, like you'll be driving for eight hours straight. Oh yeah. 10 no. hours straight all the time. And then oh, you no, turn that's on like, to do the next day. Man, that's your job. You drive for like an eight to 12 hour shift. Yeah. You know, so I'm thinking, and I guess when you you're done stop. with work, you're in some completely other place. That's yeah, what's, you, it's gotta be weird, man. Right. No, it's gotta be sort of like being a comedian where you wake up in a town in a you wake up in somewhere. velpo and then you the next day you got to go to crown point it's crazy yes. crazy for us <laughs> all this traveling we do is northwest indiana comedians no i mean i would i when i was little i thought i could be a trucker i was like i'll just not even little when i was young you I was saw like, I'll over just, the top didn't you <laughs> is that the arm wrestling with, movie with the with sylvester Stallone, yeah. where he turns his hat backwards and turns into <laughs> the machine <laughs> have you ever heard that uh that truckers you know there's a bunch of trucker songs you ever heard there's a song, there's a trucker song called Teddy Bear's Last Ride. It's about like a little crippled kid. No. That like his dad dies, his dad was a trucker, and then his dad dies. He sits at home because he's crippled. He can't really go anywhere, right? So he sits on the CB all day and talks to truckers going by, right? And I guess like all the, in the song, all these truckers show up and then they, you know, but the way the guy's describing and like the words he chooses to use to describe like the truckers picking him up and giving him a ride. It sounds like these truckers are like passing this kid around. Like they yeah, come. That's exactly what I was going through in my mind. They pick up this trucker, this little kid, and then they take him around the block, drop him off. Then another guy picks him up, drives him around the block. And uh, no shit. Yeah. And they're just raping this kid. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy Bear's last ride, man. Teddy Bear had a hell of a last and ride. The name no. doesn't help either. You know? No. Suspicious name. Hey, no, I'm suspicious of every trucker that that I meet now. I was suspicious of truckers after... They know that song. uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure with the Large Large Marge. Large Marge, yeah. Remember Large Marge, Henry? Yeah. You ever... How often do you end up, like... You said you were doing the commute to... When you lived in California, you were commuting all the time? Yeah, I was driving from Long Beach to L.A. And then from L.A. to Huntington Beach. So I was driving an hour from... Because I had two jobs. Because I was super fucking broke. So I was driving from Long Beach to Huntington Park, which is Los Angeles, and that would take an hour. And then I would drive from Huntington Park, L.A. to Huntington Beach, Orange County, and that would take an hour. And then I would drive from Orange County back to home in Long Beach, and that would take another hour. So I was driving this 90-mile fucking triangle every weekday. And then on the weekends, I would just work at the Huntington Beach Animal Hospital. Okay. So it's just like... I was spending two and a half, three hours in my car every day. It was a nightmare. So here's where I was going with this. Uh, how often were you peeing in bottles? Oh, every day. Every day, I right? had several bottles in the back. One for cleaning, one for peeing, 
and one backup just in case yeah, there was a uh, malfunction. There's a there's always an empty Gatorade bottle, or sometimes yeah. not empty, you know. In your car, depending on how long. Yeah, man, you get that commute sometimes. Like you're stuck in traffic, you can't get yeah. off. That I added 30 minutes to your trip. I used to be terrible when I used to drive a, a stick shift. Oh, I drive you'd, a stick shift. You'd, you'd be in traffic, and it'd be like stop and go, and you're trying to like oh, yeah. sit up on the seat. So oh you yeah. Dude, I think down I fucked the... up my clutch doing that. Because I would have to ride the clutch while I'm standing up yeah, and trying yeah. to pee. You could barely t- like reach the pedals or anything. Yep, dude. I think I, guys, sure. I don't, I don't know how to drive uh, standard. <laughs> but when you said that, Albert, I fully envisioned you just pissing on the clutch and it breaking, <laughs> <laughs> like sparks flying out of it, like a computer cartoon. Yeah, you learn to keep that Gatorade bottle after uh, all you've got is a Coke can. Yeah, you find out. <laughs> that's you're, that's you're dangerous, man. And then it's not, it's not big enough. It's that's not big the, enough. The hole's sharp. The hole yeah. is sharp. Yeah, You're trying dangerous. to like stick your dick yeah. around it. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but it's the truth. I peed in a garbage bag one time. Yeah, on eighty ninety four and threw it out the window. I, I got roofied. <laughs> I, I had gotten like you got roofied. I drank half of a roofied drink and uh, got pulled over speeding home past like the Sox Park. And I just, I had to pee so bad. And the only thing I could, I looked and there was a garbage bag. And at the time it made sense. I'm like, well, that holds stuff. Yeah, it holds a liquid. So I just peed in it. I had no idea what was going <laughs> on, man. It was a terrible night. Did you say you, oh man, you got half roofie to wear at a party? At a concert. Oh, at a concert. Yeah, Shubas. Oh, shit. Yeah, I drank half of a drink that some guy had bought this girl I knew. And she left. And I drank the other half of the drink. Uh. And uh, then I found out, like I woke up, I didn't know what was going on. I found out that uh, she, I guess on her way home, she crashed her car into a bus stop or something and told her car and like went to jail and everything because she blacked out from like half night. She had one and a half drinks. This guy bought her all night and left. Who's the dude? Just some random some at the guy, concert? Some, okay, some not somebody concert you guys knew. She knew or something. No, it wasn't. She was just randomly there. I didn't, you know, plan on going with her or nothing. Oh, I see. Oh, man. I peed into a uh, story I told my ex-girlfriend at least, you know. That's the story you gotta I'm tell. Just joking. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, man. I got a whole lot of pee stories. It's part of my act. How many times I almost pissed my pants in traffic? Do it. Do a bit. No. Tell us a joke. I'm good. You guys go on YouTube, find my videos. They're all actually that joke's not out there. It's an it's a newer bit because it started happening when I was older, getting stuck in traffic and I almost pissed in my pants. I pissed into a, a hoodie one time. One time I was on a bus in Korea. And those buses long, rides would be really long, and I had nothing to piss in, so I pissed into like a, a sandwich baggie, <laughs> <laughs> and I put the sandwich baggie on the floor of the bus. I and was then when there. I woke up, the baggie was empty. <laughs> I re- I remember that. It just all leaked out, or it what? all leaked out, and there was yes, just piss all over the floor, and everybody Jeez. was stepping in it. It was fun. It was a good times. You know what's crazy? In my mind, I remembered that happened to me until you just brought up the story, and then I remembered. I couldn't, all the details were a little bit fuzzy, and now that you bring it up, I remember I was there when you pissed in a bag, <laughs> sitting right next to me. Yeah, um, what are you going to do, man? You, got, you don't got a whole lot of options, and... Uh, I pissed my pants in the car on my 15th birthday. <laughs> yeah, that, hap- that happens. Like, on a road trip, you know, my dad, I didn't stop, I didn't get out at the last rest stop or whatever, uh-huh. and then I had to pee. And he's like, well, pull over right here. And I'm like, nah, hold it, be fine or whatever. And then it was like miles. And then he's like, what? I was like, pull over, pull over. I got to go. Like, let me out. And he's like, no, you should have gone to the last one or whatever. He denied you. So I had you. to wait. And on, right on the way into the, the rest stop, I just let it out. Oh. <laughs> but you're 15. Is that less That's embarrassing way, than that's me? That's way too old. To I did, be. dude. But last time I did, actually, I did this bit about pissing my pants at the deep performance theater and there was a guy in the crowd who was like, deep performance he was like he was like it happens and uh, i was like yeah man they should it, it shouldn't even be that big of a deal anymore that they should have like 
uh, stores that you could go to when you piss your pants yeah. to like exchange your pissy pants and pissy <laughs> underwear for clean pants and underwear. And then like later you can go back and pick up your clothes. It's like a dry cleaner slash pants underwear store. I think that would be a solid idea. I've always been really good at not shitting my pants. <laughs> yeah. I've never really shit my have? pants. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really. I never shit my pants. Henry, you shit your pants? You can uh, be real with this, man. Just Like as an adult or what? Yeah, like after your 20s. Like oh, after no. you were 20. No, okay. Like not a full shit, but like <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely like where you got the bubble guts. And like, you know, when you're, when you have to take a piss, you have to take shit. And you're like far from wherever you need to be. You you man up. You you hold it. But then when yeah. you get really close, the closer you get, <laughs> the, the the crazier the feeling gets. And then when you're like really close, and you know, you think to yourself, "Oh, I'm, I'm anticipation." Gonna make it. Mm. And yeah, it's the the anticipation just lets a little bit, you know, just it's not a full whatever. It's not a full one, but it's a it's a little it's a peekaboo. It's a <laughs> it's a is that now? No, not yet. Okay. Or like, <laughs> but when you can't go back. When you kind of got to do both, and then you're like, okay, the P has to happen right now. <laughs> the P has to happen right now. So then, but then by taking the P, you know that it's like a ninety percent chance that the shit is like once that butt gets a little loose, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you relax to let the P out, man. It's all connected. Yeah. It's one it's one muscle down there. It's the let's go or let's not go. Muscle. My uh, my dog. I saw that happen to my dog one time. It is a pet podcast, right? Not just, <laughs> yeah, we talk about, pets. Talk yeah. about poop. We get to the pets. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know. This is a pet peeps podcast where we give veterinary advice at a mediocre to pretty good level. <laughs> so th- my dog was peeing on a tree and he had his leg up and he started shitting at the same time, right? And I'm looking at him like, this is crazy, you know? And he's looking back at it and he's looking at me like... <laughs> He's surprised. He's surprised. And he's looking at me like, are you seeing this right now? And I'm looking at him like, yeah. <laughs> I figured it out, Dad. But I knew, I knew what was happening, man, because like we just talked about, you know, it happens. He's, he's probably watching you struggle. With how often farts happen, why are they still so funny? <laughs> I don't know, but they're funny every time. It's, a, it's, it's probably the funniest thing on the planet. You ever, uh, hear, you ever hear that Louis C.K. explanation the, of why farts are funny? It's the unexpectedness of a fart that's really funny. Like when right. you when you when you say, "Hey, I'm about to fart," and then you fart, not that funny. Less funny. When it's it comes out, it's still a little bit funny. <laughs> but the real laugh comes when you don't expect it. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Henry, one, t- one time sorry, when I was in one time when I was in, uh, you know, as Albert and I have mentioned before, we used to teach English in South Korea. One time yeah. I was in the office. Uh, no, I didn't have a class. Uh, at that that period, so I was in the office. I was tired. I was hungover from the day before. I was taking a nap with my head on the desk, and I didn't think there was anybody else in there. And then I, I hear something. I hear like somebody bump a desk, and I look up, and uh, it's another teacher, and he doesn't see me because uh, I had my head down sleeping. And and then <laughs> and then he he farted. <laughs> he didn't think anybody was in the room. With him. <laughs> And then he turned his head and he saw me, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> he he bowed <laughs> as an apology for, for farting. I was like, <laughs> he didn't speak no English. I, was, I just gave him the, the wave, like, don't worry about it, bro. He I didn't like mail you an apology card no, or anything. Like, that I'm was sorry. his. That was his apology card. That was, it was a deep. It was a deep bow. <laughs> that was an apology bow. <laughs> it was awesome. a deep bow. 
That's what I'm sorry about. What's up with people that just fart loud as shit all the time? Oh, man. (laughs) Like a 30-year-old man that never figured out how to silence his farts. Or just stop caring. (laughs) Dude, I I love those guys. Like, when you're at the urinal, am I the only one that's super immature? You ever been at the urinal next to a dude, and he'll be pissing, and he'll just fart, and you laugh? (laughs) And and he just looks at you like you're crazy, like that's not funny? (laughs) Yeah, it's goofy, man. (laughs) It's better than hearing him grunt when you get next to an old guy, and he's just grunting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the grunt. I grunt. I'm a grunter. I'm always I'm up there. You're like a little ping. Like he, it sounds like he's trying to pass kidney stones or something. <laughs> he probably uh. is. Uh, that's the best part of the, the urinal, I think, making uh, the person next to you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Shouldn't had, have stood next to me, dude. There was an open one over there. I had a math teacher I hated in high school, and he came in and used the urinal right next to me one time. And I'd heard this about him. He pulled his pants down. Like, a grown man still pulled his pants down, like, past his butt cheeks. Like, he didn't drop into his ankles, but, like, he, he dropped the pants to his thighs. So, he's not using like, the dick hole. I gotcha. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It was just, does anybody use the dick hole? Like, the boxer's dick hole? If I have time, if I don't have to piss, like, an emergency, why? You pull down the front? Yeah. I, I do if I'm in a hurry. I pull down the front. Otherwise, I, I use the I think it's dick harder hole. to reach in the, in the the hole and try to... I'm not saying shimmy your dick out. Shimmying the dick out is not fun, but I feel like it's appropriate. I figure like that's the most oh, appropriate listen. way I'm to a take a piss in public. All activities involved with shimming your dick should be fun. <laughs> so I just prefer to flop it up over the waistband, you know. <laughs> if there's nobody else in the bathroom with me, what if you're? What if there's well, somebody yeah, next I'm, to you? I'm just talking about if I'm going to the bathroom by myself. All right, by yourself. All right, pull the front down like I'm like yeah. a normal human. But I'll okay. stand with like my back turned. To like towards the door, if there's like Just people next to me, I kind of turn a little bit, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I do the same. out there. What I about the when same. you're at home? I still do it. <laughs> I, take, I take my fucking underwear off when I'm at home to take a piss, just to make sure. Just to make sure you don't Just, get any piss on your underwear. Just I take I take them off in the other room. <laughs> I, I walk bottomless to the bathroom, piss. You don't want any of that bathroom scent on your underwear. If any, if anything gets on the toilet seat, you know, wipe it up with my sock and, and then wipe, wipe, get back in my room, put my underwear back on, like a man, like a normal person. <laughs> have you ever uh, taken a shit in the bathroom and there's no toilet paper and yeah. you have to use your sock or your underwear to clean yourself? <laughs> what do you go first, sock or underwear? I've had to do it at home. <laughs> I've because I ran out of newspaper to use. No, I'm just joking. But have you ever you've ever had that where you've had to like use like at home? Like I'm out of toilet paper and you're like fuck. Yeah, I've had yeah. to use like notebook paper at home. Yeah. McDonald's <laughs> bed. <laughs> yeah. Walk around smelling like sausage biscuits for the rest of the day and shit. <laughs> yeah, man, we, the struggle's real. Yeah, we're all in this together. I got man, no idea. It's such a candid conversation about bodily functions. Man. This pet podcast is <laughs> It's right on the money. All right, well, one of my pet peeves: shit my pants. Don't want to do it. <laughs> Boom. Especially if there's an animal around who starts sniffing your ass. Did you just now start recording this? No. Oh, okay. it's been recording for 25 minutes. Why would you? You have been sad. We missed all that shitty material that we just. No, oh, I was talking about. I was going to ask if uh, I could use the first half of this for my new poop podcast <laughs> I'm doing coming out next week. Is it called the Poop Podcast? It's called Quick Shits. <laughs> it's uh, two minute episodes. Of- <laughs> All right, anyway. What if you just did a whole podcast while you were on the shitter? Like, that's the podcast. While you're taking a shit and you interview people. I want to do a, <laughs> bathroom a, a, echo. lots of bathroom I've echo. been wanting to do like a, a YouTube, like a 10 minute YouTube mm. video where it's stand up. We do like guerrilla style stand up in bathrooms. So like, you'll have everybody meet at the bar or whatever, and you'll pack like 20 people in the bathroom. 
And then you stand up on the toilet, and each guy does a couple minutes I of like toilet humor jokes. You know, like toilet humor, dick and fart jokes, and poop jokes. That's a great idea. And then uh, get uh, those up on the YouTube's, but it, it could be good. It's like a lot of planning. You know, you got to go scope out WalMarts with you know, well, well, yeah, with your production manager. And, yeah. You need a DP to come in there, yeah. check out the you lighting. Guys, a boom mics. You know, it's a whole whole thing. It's a whole thing. No, we we did uh, train shows in Korea where we'd pack whatever yeah, amount of people that. on a train that video yeah and we would do those shows and those those are fucking cool but we only did three of them because yeah. it's so much work it's a lot of work you're trying to get all those people out trying to get enough people to get into the train that actually makes sense other than a bunch of people who just look scared and confused why there's cameras and comedians and microphones right. Comedy's like a weird thing to force on people yeah it is sort of rape yeah. yeah, especially if it's not like a comedy. Like if you go and you're doing like a benefit and it's bands playing, I mm. had to do one for this guy's house burned down. Oh yeah, and uh, then they're like, "Oh, go do like 15 minutes before it or whatever." So I'm like, "All right, whatever." I learn not to do that anymore. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's yeah. not the right situation. No. You know? people it, there see bands and like passively listen to shit. Sure, and they have some drinks. And like the mood of the place, it's a <laughs> fundraiser for this guy's house that burned down. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Sorry. So what, you went on before the music or like in yeah, between? Yeah, I went on at the beginning. That's hard. And then I'm telling jokes about the guy's house burning down and uh, shit, you know me. So uh, <laughs> it was just not the right situation. I don't know. I don't no, know I, got I learned that a bunch of times. Like there's certain shows that I don't want to do. Like I'll do it, but I'll warn the people ahead of time. Like, yeah. you know, this is a terrible idea and you probably shouldn't have comedy before this event or whatever. They did, somebody just asked me to do one for somebody who's got like stage two cancer or some cancer or something. I'm like, you know me, man. Like. I'm going to be writing jokes about how you're probably going to die of cancer. Like that's, yeah. you don't want me doing that. K Francis's material is not kid friendly. We'll say that. I mean, that's what I thought it was hilarious. The giant risks that you're taking with your, like Jesus has a big dick jokes. Yeah. I got to cut that one out though. Why? I don't know. It just seems like such a dumb, <laughs> that, that premise has to have been stomped on. I mean, I haven't, I haven't I don't, heard like a famous thing, but I mean, you hear people mention Jesus's dick. I'm not there. saying that it's like the most brilliant premise of yeah, all time. Sure. I'm not saying you're going to be changing lives yeah, with that joke, but it's funny and it's what I remember you by. I saw you know James I mean? G. Davis trying to do that joke one time. Oh, you did? I saw him do it, man. James G. Davis, I'm on to you, buddy. He's a comedian, but he's like young guy. Isn't he like yeah, a new yeah. comedian? Uh, I already busted his balls about it. Yeah, Good. But I mean, I mean, you saw me do that joke before. And then he did it. Right in front the of same me, joke? six feet away from me. Same kind of joke. He started. He he opened it the same way. Which is like, I think Jesus had a big penis. Or yeah, I mean, I have a joke since I saw you that starts out Jesus has a big dick, and it's no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> How shitty would that be? No, like, that's why I'm just like, eh, I gotta stop doing this. You know, I hear it mentioned. You know how it is, man. You don't want to be doing. How long you been doing the joke? jokes about shit? Because I, I what we did that Hobart show. When was that? Like April of last year. Something yeah. like that. I've probably doing that for like a year. I, I I had that one earlier when I started off. Probably it's not that old. But I know, and it's changed a bit. You know, it's yeah. gotten short, and I don't do it that often. But it's a funny. Every joke. once in a while, man, I like throwing that one in there. A lot of dick jokes, you know. Anyway, the the point of that, just because I know that there's people who think suddenly now that he's got this horrible Jesus has a big dick joke, but it's not horrible i haven't gotten any backlash from that that's one, not really. an that's not an insult to say that you have a big no name. it's not i think people are just like put off by the fact that you're talking about the lord jesus christ our savior jesus didn't have a dick i'm sure he had a great he dick. was a man <laughs> the whole point of the joke henry is that uh he had to have a big penis because his dad was the guy that got to decide the size of it 
And if there my dad go. gave me a small dick on purpose, I wouldn't have been walking around talking about how great he was all the time. That's that's the soundest logic that I think anybody could See? make ever. That's why I remember the joke, because it made sense. I'm like, oh, of course he did. Like, you could have theorized previously that Jesus had a big dick, but after hearing Kyle Norris's rendition of history, it's a it's A, a near, classic rendition of Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's fact. It's definitely gospel. It's probably should, in the Bible somewhere they took a, it out. You should do a college course on this. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rewrite that footprints in the sand. You know that thing you see, <laughs> Dick and, and at the end, you know, like what's that big line? Well, you know, no pants or whatever. It, it have something yeah, yeah. at the end there. Tripod Jesus over yeah. here. Oh, so the pet peeves podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my uh, personal pet peeve of the day. That's, Henry says that I have terrible. Down? Transitions from one. We should transition to into talking about pet penises. Uh, well, I could have a, a pet peeve about dogs with balls. Pet peens podcast. I think your dog shouldn't have balls. That's my. Opinion. I feel you, especially if it's like a big pit or something. And it's just like giant. The first of all, they're gross to look at. I mean, it's funny. Don't get me wrong, but it is gross to look at. Or when they like rub against your arm because yeah. <laughs> they look like human balls. They too. Just like, how do you feel human. about a cat's balls? A cat's balls are confusing looking, right? Yeah, they look. It's not like, the same situation. No, people can't even tell if they're do- cat or boys or girls it's really odd but they do have uh you could feel them nice little like uh fuzzy balls little puff balls yeah Yeah, they're like what you hang from your rearview mirror sort of or like what would be hanging off like a like a mexican guy's hat oh yeah a sombrero or something or like around the inside around the inside of their car oh yeah hanging around those little hairy balls yeah exactly cat balls cat balls are cuter than dog balls dog balls are are. all veiny and hairy and man-like are. And I just think that you taste terrible. I don't think we need to be <laughs> eating them. <laughs> Never had a dog ball in my mouth. That's something I haven't experienced. This Cow is, balls. This I've dog had. doesn't have balls, then, right? This dog you got here. No, this dog is a female, and she has ovaries. Those are internal balls. Yeah, they're like balls in the stomach. They're balls inside your stomach. My bulldog got an infected uterus, and it was like pyometra. Big, well, she she wasn't. Uh, she what they didn't have her spayed like when I got her, so I got this she bulldog. Was intact. Yeah, so I got her when she was like four, but my cousins never did it because they were thinking about maybe breeding her. Okay, and then never happened. And then by the time I got her, it was just kind of like he didn't want to do it. It had been you know she was already four and stuff. Right, and then she ended up getting like this infection or whatever. Let me like, guess, did it happen when she was older? Yeah, probably seven. Yes, there we go. Yeah, go and all of a sudden, she was like on her period, and it didn't stop. It was just blood all over the house, man. Oh, it was like sucks. a murder in there. And then <laughs> I took her in. She had to have like an emergency surgery oh, after yeah. hours and shit. And yeah, then, that's, that's, a, that's a common emergency, though. I mean, not that common. Of course, it was like on an off day in the middle of the night. So, you know, the one at Hobart's open like 24 hours yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they, Hobart Animal Hospital. They get you on that get you on that emergency fee every time emergency yeah. fee and every time i had a problem with that dog it was like on a late holiday night, weekend or or late weekend that's like 90 bucks right there or is it more oh dude it was way more good and then i had that I'm, no, no no i'm talking about just the emergency oh fee. yeah i'm sure it's probably the, something the like surgery that. itself is gonna yeah, be yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. hundreds yep and uh that was like the beginning of the end for that dog man after that she was healing up and she broke her leash and ran under this truck <laughs> like i saw it I saw it happen. He's rolling his eyes. He's like, ah, oh, it's getting to be a depressing podcast now. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, then she got run over by this truck and was pretty unscathed from that. But during she, like, like a moving truck. Yeah. Like a truck went running down the, like driving down the alley. Yeah. And she took off after it and snapped her leash thing. She was on outside yeah. the yard. 
and I opened the door just in time to like see the truck, but it was like a lifted truck. Uh-huh. So she went right in the middle, you know, went over and didn't hit her. And she was like looking at me. And then the back tire of this truck just went right over. Oh, shit. Dude, I was freaking out. The guy got out of the car and was like crying and shit. Oh, I shit. Was, That's it, terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, but then after that, we found She made out, it after that? Yeah, all she did was kind of like dislocate her arm a little bit. Dogs are tough. But I mean, at first when it happened, like it squeezed all the shit out of her. Sure. She was like, you know, Fuck, I was I'm freaking sure out. I think this up. guy just killed my dog or whatever. Hell yeah. That'd be terrifying. And uh, so that was another emergency visit. And that was like two weeks after the surgery for the thing. Then Damn. we found out she had heartworms too. That oh, that's the same dog. It's all the same she dog. Had heartworms all, too? all in like a six month period. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and she probably had them when I got them. You know, she probably did have them when you got her. And I was gonna start her on the thing, but uh, she like the heartworm stuff. You oh know? no, she was. This was like years later. Yeah. Then she probably didn't have. Them when you then, got her. Well, then you got to do the stuff, and they what do they do with that? So they inject like arsenic or something in them. It's but a after medicine. that, you got to be on the heartworm medication for X amount of months. Uh huh. Because they can't kill all the worms off at once because it overloads the heart. And right, die and it plugs from them up, right? Yeah, so you got to do a little at a time. Yeah. Uh, that's And it's super expensive because of that, just because it has to have like a high dose of this parasiticide and then over a long period of time. And it's got to be done like a certain way. They got to give it like in the muscle so it dissipates slowly. You know what I mean? You just can't kill the worms quickly. That's the problem. You got to kill the baby worms, the adult worms, the female worms. Uh, and it doesn't happen that often. I mean, most people in certain areas have been so good about heartworm preventative that this just not around comes from mosquitoes for the pet peeves podcast. People that don't know heartworms come from mosquitoes, mosquitoes that bite infected dogs have microfilaria, little tiny worms in the blood that they pass through their little suck holes. What do you call a mosquitoes suck hole mouth thing? Are you an animal expert here? Yeah. Insects too. I got to know everything about everything. Yeah. It's called a, a suck hole. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Their mouth? It's a mouthpiece, right? Is that right? the Latin word for it? Or yeah. yeah <laughs> suckle? <laughs> Probably Greek. Where uh, do you suck from? My mouth. Exactly. You suck from your soul. <laughs> <laughs> that actually hurt my feelings for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> you suck that- from your soul. That's a new insult. <laughs> do people that. always get that heartworm stuff? Because it's... It's when you go to the vet, it always seems like even if you're just going in for like a nail trimming or something, or you're just taking them in there for something, they're always upselling you on the stuff. You know, it's like going to the movie theater where they're trying to get you for the yeah the popcorn all the stuff, and it's all stuff you probably should be doing the heartworm preventative stuff and all the all the shots and updating all that stuff. But how many people do that stuff every time? How many people really keep up on top of? Doing I would that say every time because it mo- seems like you guys are they're always pushy about it, you know. The 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 people that come to the animal hospital tend to be better at it. Most people don't go to the animal hospital. Most people with pets right. don't go to the animal hospital. Or like me, they start going all they go later when their animals when they start sick. having problems. Yeah, yeah they yeah. go when they're sick, right? So yeah. that's that's like humans. I don't go to the hospital unless I'm sick. I don't go for regular checkups. Right, and shit I'm not like getting that. blood work done but just to see exactly. What's up. So yeah. that's why people think their animals are fine. However, animals can't talk. You can tell somebody I hurt. You could tell somebody right. I don't feel good. The, the animals can't. So by the time we notice something's wrong with them, and then first of all, it takes a while for people to notice something's wrong with their pet. And then once they notice something's wrong, they give it some time. They're like, "Oh, let's see if it gets better in yeah, two or yeah. three days." And with the bulldog, it seems like it's dying all the time anyway. Yeah, because they can't breathe and right. Uh, yeah, deformed. it's always a struggle. They're like X Men mutants. These 
breeds. So, I mean, most people don't go to the animal hospital. People that do tend to be better at it. But even when we give them good advice, they don't always take it. Something like heartworm preventative, I think people just don't hear about it enough to be afraid of it. And it doesn't happen that often. All right. So in, a lot of animals are dying and people don't know why. You know, the yeah. dog dies and they're just like, I don't know why he died. He must have ate something. You know, people, right. and it could have been heartworms for all they know. But mo- like I said, people who have back alley dogs are just, you know, <laughs> back alley dogs. You know, sounds dogs like a good is- punk band from <laughs> some suburb in Ohio. It's my new uh, bad dogs only boarding facility. Back alley dogs. Back alley dogs. Brought to you by bad dogs only. Or it's like dogs that were supposed to be aborted and then they ended up like in a <laughs> surviving a rescue. The abortion. Yeah. <laughs> that should. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's awful. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I think I recommend for everybody this. If you don't have money, don't get a pet. This is like the overall arcing premise of my whole right pet. Now, my whole Pet Peeves podcast was intended for this. Like, if I can talk somebody out of getting a pet in a one-hour podcast, then you shouldn't have got a pet. And my advice to everybody is don't get pets unless you're, like, researched like you've researched the breed, you research the kind of lifestyle you're going to have, and you don't intend for your lifestyle to change at all, ever. You have to be stable. And I'm not saying that you can't uproot your dog and start a brand new life or deal with a dog if you don't have any money. Yes, you possibly can. But if there's a problem with your pet and you don't have the means and the resources, who's going to suffer? Who's going to suffer? Not you, the animal. And yeah, you could start a Facebook fund or you could start a, you know, people do, uh, what do they call it? GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah, for their pets, and you can raise money that way, but not everybody has that kind of networking. Not everybody has that ability, and not every dog's going to get the same level of care, and you might not ever reach your goals and your GoFundMe or whatever. That's how a lot of those dogs end up at the uh, back alley dog clinic. Yeah, it is like that because they get those donations. You get a lot of older dogs that are just like health problems and stuff. Mm -hmm. People can't take care of them. So you see like eight-year-old bulldogs all the time at those places. Yeah, those poor animals, I don't know. It's it's an endless debate in my head, but yes, you should do heartworm preventative, so we... Uh, we know the thing with heartworm preventative, people buy six months worth or whatever at a time or two, three months worth, and then they don't give it, you know, or they'll right. give it late and people don't understand. Say you're, you gave it on today's January 30th and you're supposed to give it the next one on February 30th and you give it on, you know, March 3rd. People don't think that matters, but it does. In those four days, if your dog got bit by an infected mosquito, your dog could get heartworms. Yeah. It could. And then now the product that you've been buying, you just wasted all your money on that, and the company won't reimburse you. Like, if you can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're giving your veterinary or your uh, heartworm preventative at the same time each month, every time, you can send them that information, and they'll pay for your heartworm treatment. Really? Yeah. I, but I, the reason I brought up is I, I would recommend doing it. I, I didn't used to do it because aside from – like maybe not having the money at the mm. time because you know i got that bulldog she was four and i wouldn't have bought a bulldog i always wanted a bulldog mm-hmm. but i know they start having all sorts of medical problems yeah and when i got her at the time i was working and then when she started getting sick and everything was happening i was off work for like 11 months nah, so see? now i racked up like thousands of dollars in medical bills trying to keep this dog alive and it was like one thing after another jesus but it was too late she was having like she got hit by that car. She did some other stuff. She had that surgery. So she wasn't really healthy enough to start doing the heartworm treatment Yeah. at the time. And by the time we were doing it, it was like her heart was like giving us a It was bad. It was a bad couple months of like just watching her like struggle and lose that weight sucks. and not be able to sleep and just like falling, like falling over, standing up and stuff. And 
dude, I'd never put a dog down. Oh. And, you know, I wish I had done it sooner than I had. But uh, it was just, yeah. Yeah, and, well. And the heartworms were, were, I'm sure, a big part of that. It probably you know, had it certainly something wasn't to do helping with it. her heart and stuff. Right. It probably had something to do with it. Yeah. But, you know, you got to. How, how old were you when you got the dog? Oh, dude, I was 30. Oh, yeah, no, I was, I was probably 28. Something sure, okay. Like she, it's been two and a half years. Oh, wow. But then my dachshund had a, a miniature. I got a, a problem with these breeds that all have like health issues. Yeah, genetic I like defects. the cool dogs, dude. Like I almost got a basset hound from a, a rescue not too long ago and decided cool. against it. But yeah, don't get Those one. are the dogs I like. I know, but. Those ones have problems. And now I know it's like, okay, well, don't get a pet if you know that if shit starts going haywire, mm. like you can't afford it. Right. You know, you might have a thousand dollars to spend on some dog now, but it's, it's like getting a big, it's like getting a Porsche. Yeah. Like you, you might be able to afford the car, but then you can't afford the maintenance, exactly. and the upkeep and all that exactly. stuff. You know, an $80 exactly. oil change isn't going to happen. You're paying like, you know, 200 bucks for minor stuff or whatever. Absolutely. So people just aren't prepared because they don't do the research, but people learn by, you know, the hard way, the yeah. hard way. People learn by experience. Five weeks after the bulldog. Shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was 10 though. And he never had any health problems really, but like they both kind of got sick together at the end there. Like they stopped eating. I think it, you know, like pet food gets recalled all the time. Pet food does get recalled. I I, I looked often. up the food they had. They wouldn't eat it. Like they he'd eaten some of it, and then they both started like they wouldn't eat. Like hmm. it got to the point where they wouldn't even eat like boiled chicken. Really? Later on, yeah. Like they whatever happened, but this food I guess had a bunch of. They were using some sort of filler that was like metal it was like finely ground like metal jesus something yeah it, <laughs> you it, remember a whole the brand? bunch of bags the i don't know, i think it was like the the yellow pedigree one but it was like a whole, major bands and normal normal brands will have shit like that oh, if you read bad if you read the, all the time the yeah batch bad batches happen but if you read like the labels on some cheaper dog foods it'll say like paper filler like they just use like ground up paper as right. a source of fiber right. <laughs> and it's like oh that's what you're feeding your animal you can't okay, so you can't blame people for not knowing things for, about pets or you know for what getting I mean? like the shitty dog food. Like sometimes yeah. your circumstances, like yeah, you got a dog or you got too many dogs or too many cats or mm. whatever, uh, and you're buying a huge amount. You're not gonna go buy the blue whatever the hell right, the blue food buffalo, is. That's like a whole wilderness. yeah. You can't afford that stuff all the sure. time. If uh, you're eating craft dinner. Your dog's eating craft dinner. My right. dogs were eating about as good as I was at the, the time. I, would, of dog I may as well have been eating the dog food. Honestly, <laughs> might as well have been sharing a bowl. <laughs> Pour some milk on that shit. You right. even notice budget wise, you know. No, but, I mean uh, that is the point. I mean, does does making having money make it easier to have a pet? Yes, but I think also people should realize that, like, you know, it, you shouldn't be that surprised when not every pet lives to be 25 right. you know, some pets are going to die young some pets are going to get sick some aren't because that's the age-old argument people have to me they're like i had a dog before that i never got it any shots never gave it any flea preventative never gave it any heartburn preventative and he never got sick right and i had him for 15 years and he was the greatest dog ever and i'm like that's and he great lived outside and ate garbage all yeah the time, exactly yeah. And, he ne- and he threw up sometimes but he was fine and he always had his balls and i'm like that's fine that's one in a thousand dogs that you got there one right. in a thousand so you want to take that risk every single time like that's just asking a lot from your dog you know it's not your dog's fault it's not your fault and if you don't have money i get it and i don't know what the solution is there really there's getting in debt you know care credit and those kind of options uh if i was a pet owner now that i know what i know number one i would get pet insurance like right away get pet insurance right away uh and also i since i work in veterinary medicine i get hella discounts 
I get everything for super cheap or free. So I don't, I don't have to worry. And I have one dog. I have, I have the most means and knowledge to have a pet of everybody I know, and I don't want one. It's right. too much responsibility. I know that if something goes wrong in my life, I cannot afford it. I can't afford it. I could barely afford the one dog. I owe money for her right now from at my work because they let me pay it like every month. No, they ask me for it. They're yeah. like, where's the money? <laughs> I, I feel like I work for the mafia. For all those... Uh, between like all the stuff that was going on with that bulldog and, and I wasn't making money, man. I was off work. And, uh, I luckily I had a girl that I'm friends with. I went to school with that worked there and kind of oh. vouched for me to my credits, dog shit from my twenties, you know, mm. at Hobart. So, yeah. Okay. So vouched for me to get on like a payment plan thing. Oh, okay. And then the other dog died. It's like, it just kept, she started building more up more and more. Yeah. Yeah. So then I was paying, I missed one month and I came in there like, a couple weeks late to pay, and they said it already sent it straight off to collections. Yeah, they're dicks. And uh, then I ended up having to go to court and paying it off. So I'm like, okay, I'm not Damn. getting another pet until I pay it off, and I have money to make sure it's eating the the, the good food. The good food, yeah. And, and on top of it, man, I, I'm trying to be able... I, I don't need to be tied down like that. Yeah, that's as the other part I miss of having a the dog. Commitment. Time commitment. I, I'm I trying mean. to be out on the road when I can yeah. and be able to travel a little bit and do stuff and... Uh, with working in the city, being gone for hours, 10 hours, hours with the yeah. commute, you know, it's, I'm just gonna have a dog sitting at home. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have like a certain situation or a certain kind of dog. I mean, you can have the dog that you take with you everywhere. I mean, there's those people. Yeah. I mean, so it's not impossible, but it is, it's just gotta fit your lifestyle. You gotta really think about chances of you getting a dog that's going to just do what you want it to do. You know, never chew anything up, right. never have diarrhea, never vomit, never bark at people, never try to bite somebody in the face. I got to have like a lazy dog. Yeah. You, I can't you, have you like hope. a Jack Russell running around. My nah. dachshund was pretty chill. Every once in a while, he'd get a little little nutty, but uh, he was <laughs> like a, a fat dachshund. And then the, the bulldog was just a lazy. Bulldog. Yeah, just a bulldog. So I need like a basset hound or like a... Something that'll just like a around. lazy. Yeah, I mean, I if you know what you're getting into, that's get, my tempo. You can get you know? a, a lazy dog, but like basset hound, you got to know they get ear infections. Yeah. keep their ears clean. Yeah, you and gotta, I know I'm not good on that stuff. You know, yeah, you got to get good you at gotta, it. With the bulldog, it was a struggle because you know they get his skin facial folds and, and his yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah I was going to clean that and keep her nose from cracking and doing all. I was going to mention that. Like he was talking about, bulldogs have all kind of genetic defects. Everybody knows that, but not everybody. Not everybody. They're these well, brachycephalic breeds. Genetic defect. You know, their faces are so pushed in and so many wrinkles that those they get infections yeast infections and bacterial infections under those skin folds you got to clean those every single day keep them dry clean them after they eat clean them after they get wet uh they got like weird hips so you got to watch them for arthritis and hip dysplasia and knee problems if they get overweight and then he said he had a dachshund dachshunds get fat and then they hurt their backs all the time because they got those jumping long backs. Up and down jumping stuff. up and down, jumping off the furniture, on the couch, off the bed. Uh, don't let your fat dachshund jump is the is the lesson here. You get IVDD, intravertebral disc disease, something I like that. I did a lot of picking up my fat dachshund onto the yeah. couch, you know. We have ramps and shit for my dog. She's a dachshund mix and she's long, so we have ramps and stairs. And I try not to let her jump up on the furniture, but she does whatever she wants because my girlfriend allows her to. Uh, and when she breaks her back, who's going to have to deal with the problem? This guy. Yep. Me. I'm, I, I am terrified of it. It's inevitable. We just can't let her get fat. And when she gets older, we really got to make sure she doesn't jump off the furniture. Um, I don't know. It's sad. I felt like there was a point that I missed back with your pet. Um, I don't know. They're all going to die. Oh, yeah. That's the point. I, that is true. Don't, don't, don't be so sad. You're, if, you're, if you tried really hard and you love your pet, that's all you can really ask for from somebody. If they love their pet and they did their best and they didn't 
mean for bad things to happen. Shit just happens. Uh, not all of us have money. Not all of us have means. Not all of us had the foresight to get the pet insurance or, you know, have the people in our lives that we can ask to borrow money. I mean, that's the thing. Like, not everybody does. And I'm always in this shitty situation at work where I'm telling people, like, I'm sorry, I can't help you. You don't have any yeah. money. I'm sorry. I know your pet is dying. I see that. I love animals, too. And, I'm yeah, I'm going to sit here and tell you that I can't help you. You know, it's not my position. Do you think that there are... I mean, the vets, they obviously know that people care about their pets. Or they wouldn't be bringing them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I always feel like they prey on the fact that they know you're emotionally attached and you're going to throw money at this problem and try to fix your dog. And I mean, I understand it's business, but uh, I'm sure, like, they're hurting. When the economy's doing bad, people don't have money to be... Spending on their pets? Extra, yeah, extra money to be throwing in on their pets and stuff, and they're probably hurting, so it's like... We know that. Well, right, yeah. so it's like you could do this thing and this thing. I think I paid like $600 to keep my dachshund alive for like an extra hour. Probably, yeah. That's something you that... Know, uh, okay, so you have it was the worth option. It. it ended up being worth it, but it was like... No, no, I no. wish he hadn't even given me that fucking option because... Yeah, because you didn't know anybody. Of course I'm going to take it. Yeah. You know, just throw it on my bill from all the other stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that a lot of that stuff gets crazy, uh, but it's like the doctor in their defense, and, I'm, and I don't want to defend doctors, that's not my point, is that they can't take the chance... Of you saying that they didn't offer it to you. Right. Because then right. you could sue them. Right. If they if you be like, oh, he didn't tell me that I had that option, then then you could sue them. If they give you the option and you choose it, at least it covers their ass in, le- legally. Now, on right. the business side, of course they want to make money. And on the medical side, it is a better option to do everything. It's like any other doctor, though. Yeah, you it go, is like every you other doctor. You break a bone, you, go, you, know, you wait forever to go get in, you see your doctor for 10 minutes, and yeah. they send you home. Yeah, that's, that's they, medicine. They can get you again for coming back or whatever. That's medicine. That's why you got to outsmart the doctors and you got to know going in what you will and will not do. Right. And hopefully, I mean, this is something that I, I wish everybody could just have somebody they could call like me. You got pet problems? Call me. I'll tell you what you do and do not need in you, that pet you, situation. You should be glad I don't have a pet because I would be hitting you up all the time. People hit me up all the time. I don't care. Tiffany, I don't give shout a fuck. out again, Tiffany, Hobart, Hobart Animal Clinic there. Uh, uh, I used to work at Animal Hobart Animal Hospital. That, that's a good hospital. I mean, I would say of all the hospitals I worked at, those people were not, in my experience, trying to sell you extra. I right. worked at some animal hospitals where it's like, obvious to me i'm saying from the inside that they are pushing pushing products pushing services that they shouldn't be uh hobert i didn't really get that impression they were pretty good doctors yeah and uh, i'm not saying they were i'm just no. saying you feel like that you going into that it way, you feel like you're in a gun like shit i have to come up with this money when i'm doing it my dog when i'm giving people their surgical options and i'm going over an estimate with them i feel like a used car salesman how's it going henry are you alive yeah have you ever been into an animal hospital henry have you ever talked on this podcast before? No. Oh, you guys were. I don't have a pet, man. Fuck. I'm, I was, I'm playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was letting you guys, shit. I was letting you guys get on, getting on your shit. But what I was thinking is that that this all reminds me of going to the dentist because you go to the dentist, you know, for your same whatever, thing. Your, yeah. your your biannual checkup. I know it's supposed to be every six months, but I isn't that what biannual every, means? Six months. I thought that was. Is that what it means? Yes. You're right. Maybe I'm not I got to do another podcast later on with my dentist. Actually, yeah, he's a dentist comedian. Oh yeah, everybody got a podcast, man. Ask, he's a, a ask him guy. why they always want to get me for how do I? There's no way that I have that many cavities. I don't have teeth left to have cavities in. <laughs> Your cavities have cavities. It's crazy. And the worst every, part about every it, every time you go it, in, they're like, "Oh, well, we got to fix these other two. 
But don't you have free health care in Canada? We have free health care. Dental care is not included. It's not free? No, you gotta have you gotta have insurance for that. Okay, so you do though. So how much so then the cavities are extra, like the cleanings are free and then everything else is extra? No no no. You have like a certain percentage. Like I think my my coverage is like Seventy. It, it, I have flex uh, flex care, so I can choose how much goes to dental, how much goes to this and to that. Uh, so last year I had it where it was like sixty percent. I was like, I'm young, my my teeth look fine. I looked I looked in the mirror, <laughs> they're all straight, my, nothing hurts. So I just got sixty percent. And then I went to the dentist once, and then it turned into like three and four visits, and I ended up paying on my ass. Uh, so this year I upped it to a hundred percent. So now I'm getting all new shit. I'm putting a grill in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it right now too, man. I'm like about a year into going and getting all the dental stuff done. Finally, getting to because I'm just starting to think I'm bad at upkeep, and I don't know if it's because I'm sure it's part because I'm just like lazy and bad at upkeep on stuff. But I'm always broke. I've always been broke. You know, my car. It's the same thing with the car. You know, you get my brakes will be out for two months. It's like well, I can't afford to get this done. Or you take your car to get fixed, and they're telling you, "Oh, you should have this done and this flushed Absolutely. out, and this and that." Yeah, it's the same thing it's, as the dentist. All, it's the same thing the as same, everything. Man. And it's, it's like, at same. what point are you just like, "I just can't go to the dentist anymore," <laughs> because they're just going to tell me a bunch of shit that no, I, I can't afford. I don't go to the. I went once in the last three years, four years, and it was like a week ago, and they already want me in for another appointment. And I was shocked as fuck. You know what happened when the dentist looked at my mouth? No cavities. He told me I didn't need any work done. I was like, holy shit. I Your like mouth's like one of those dogs that just lives for 20 years for no reason, right? Dude, my mouth is lucky. fabulous. I am lucky. I got yellow teeth from drinking coffee, but other than that, I'll take it. I went to the dentist the last time in uh, Korea. They told me the same thing, that there was nothing wrong with my teeth. Uh, I got lucky. And before that, before, before 2013, maybe, I hadn't been to the dentist since I was 13. So Korea. I didn't go to the dentist for like 16 years. Korea is actually really cheap as far as dentist uh, fees are like crazy, oh, yeah. like crazy, like crazy cheap, <laughs> like a quarter of what we pay. Yeah, in North I got a chipped tooth fixed with like ceramic or whatever. I got full dental x-rays and a cleaning and I spent like seven dollars for all of that. It was like seven bucks. It was crazy cheap. I got to go get a uh, wisdom tooth cut out. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I've done most like all the small stuff that, you know, from making up for not going much in my 20s or whatever fillings and stuff like that and uh but I, I still have my wisdom teeth and they've been coming in like sideways yeah so they gotta like cut it i gotta get put on there and get it cut out and stuff really? so i've kind of been putting that off that's gonna set me back a bit and i then, still have mine in they're asking me if i want them pulled out i was like nah i bite my cheek sometimes that's about it yeah they don't really hurt at all i mean there are a bunch of periods where like they'd come in for like a week or two and it hurt and yeah. then it'd, it'd go away but uh, it just pushes all my teeth together. You know, that, they're gonna start that's getting doing mine too. I'm getting crowding so. up here, but I don't want them fucking with my mouth. I don't like yeah. that idea at all. Cause I get, I'm telling you, man. I, I, we do dentistries at my work, and I, and I've pulled an animal's tooth out, and that shit is invasive. Like that shit hurts. Yeah. Like we, we have to dig out roots. We have to break apart ligaments with a fucking sharp object, jamming it into their jawbone. I'm like, man, I don't want nobody doing that to my mouth. Like, yeah. Plus, at the dentist, like. There's I always no easy have questions to about stuff. You're trying to picture what they're doing in your mouth, you know? Yeah. And you're trying to picture it, and you want to ask them stuff, but they got their hands all up in your in mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> so then when the thing's over, like, you want to be like, oh, you know, I've been having problems here. But the guy's gone. Yeah, it's over. It's just some lady with weird glasses on hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Talking to you. You know? Mm. No, I think that it's just, it's all the same. I mean, there's no way around it. There's no way around it, right? If you go in, when somebody comes to the animal hospital, like you said, we know they're there, and they know they have to spend money. 
right? right. People want to spend as little as possible, or some people want to throw the kitchen sink at it. You get both kinds of people. Some people come in with no money and then want charity. Um, I don't know. That's me. You're talking about me right there. Yeah, yeah. There's that charity case. I mean, it, but we, we try to help people. I mean, I do my best to help people. Like, if, if I could throw in something here or there for you, I'll do it, but it's not going to do much. Right. You know, You're not going to lose your job. No, it. no. I mean, even like when my cousins and shit come in there, the only thing I could do for them is hope that because they're my cousin, the doctor will help them. That's it. Hopefully yeah. the doctor will do something for them, but I can't really do shit from you for you besides give you good sound advice about how to spend your money. Going to the animal hospital is for all the the listeners out there. Go into the animal hospital, help yourself, help the, the staff with a number in your head of how much money you think that you're able to spend reasonably. And then and double they, that because that's what it's going to cost. Go in there and tell the doctors that and at least start from there. Start from how much money you think you can actually spend. And then they're going to give you options like care credit where you can take out loans of up to $15,000, $2,000. You can take out loans like that. Uh, consider that before you go in too. Is that something you really want to do? Or try to find people you could borrow money from. Uh, those loans aren't bad. Care credit, you guys know about care credit? They sponsored this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but they fucking should. I don't. I, I, w- I couldn't get it. I think that's it's like a credit thing. It's like it's exactly like that. I mean, you could. It pretty much is for anybody. I mean, people with pretty bad credit still get approved. Like I thought, I wasn't going to get approved. And my credit is fucking yeah. awful, and I got approved for like fifteen hundred. Um, so I don't know what their criteria is to be honest, because my credit is pretty like as bad as you could possibly imagine. Should I be spilling those beans on the on the maybe, airways? Maybe we should edit bragging that. about it. So, if your boss is listening right now. No, I don't care. I'm right. It's like it's only like a 720, dude. It's fucking terrible. 720 isn't terrible. (laughs) A lot of winking going on over here. (laughs) Can they? So, do you think it's? Don't they do that? They they look at your credit. Like if you're applying for a job, I I, they look at people's credit. I know that determine whether they're responsible or not. Some jobs do. I think that's bullshit. I think it is too. Especially for like big companies. Big companies will do that. They'll check your credit score. It's like look. I obviously need money. That's why I'm right. applying at your job. That's why I need a good job. Right. So I'm trying to get my I'm shit together. I'm trying to get my shit together. Right. It's a, it's a fucking, what do you call it? A up, uphill battle at yeah, all times. Yeah. Especially if you grew up poor. If you grew up with a poor family. Like if your family's poor, I'm not talking about your mother and father. I'm talking about your grandparents. Well, that's why it's so hard to get out of Your grandparents before you know? them. Like if you have generational poverty, it's hard to get out of it because you've never seen wealth. You don't, you don't know have how any good to deal role with models wealth. for wealth. And you don't even feel like it's that important because you've lived without it your whole life. Yeah. You look at money as like a burden and something like you're never going to have enough of. Exactly. And rich people look at it as like a way to make more money right, and right. buy stuff for fun. And right, right, right. Yeah. Do cool shit that I don't even know about. It almost sucks. It's like, man, I got to get paid today. Because then you know, like an hour after that, you got to pay a bunch of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's the worst. I mean, I, I recently set up like a bill payment, like scheduling thing. And I literally, after paying all my bills, have $600 extra a month. $600 extra a month. And that may seem like a lot to some people, but it's not. It's not. Like 600 right. extra, like in case nothing goes wrong. And that's saying I got like shit tons of debt. Like I have $79,000 in student loan debt. Can you even imagine that number? I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a goddamn doctor, and I got $79,000 in student loan debt. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, how did that happen? How the fuck? $600 isn't a lot of, it's not a lot of money, but at the same time, I've had $600 cars that I've driven for, like, three years, you know? That's true. 
That's true. I mean, it's not nothing. Don't get me wrong, but like, I want to have like a family and a house. Yeah, you know? yeah, I got a girlfriend. Uh, no, she has listen, a kid. I wasn't saying it was a good thing. Yeah. I'm just saying like, it's not nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's not nothing. I could pay all my bills. We're I gonna one up like, each other on how broke we are. No, this is all you, I feel like. If I can just pay my bills, I could figure everything else out. You know, then I could get through through the day. You know, I, I, I think if somebody else can my pay bills. my bills. Hey. I could figure everything else out. Like hey. if I didn't have to think about paying <laughs> shit or oh, shit. getting stuff in the mail and not even bothering to open it because you don't have money to pay it. Uh, yeah, dude, I have a stack of that shit over it's here. Like, take me to. Yeah, I got baskets of it. <laughs> baskets of it, bro. Dating back for, I'm just not good at doing stuff, man. Especially no, when you don't have the money for it. It's like, what if I fill this out and send this back? Then they're gonna send me a thing for a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't have them, any of it. Yeah. It's just one more person to be calling me all day. Yeah, I don't want them to have my information. Yeah, that's and it. you get medical bills and stuff like that. You get those people. Calling I go through you. periods where I'm real responsible, and I'll get all my shit together. And then I'll fucking let it all go to yeah. shit again. I'll tell yeah. myself I'm going to be responsible. I'm like, I'm going to take care of this. But it's like, oh, don't actually have the money to do it. So I guess. The, but at least yeah, you can organize the short lived idea, you know? You can put the papers in order of like most right. recent. Of- I've got the ones I hold on to at least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't open them, but I'll hold on to them. <laughs> yeah, you know, they make it in the basket. All this shit just goes right in the, uh, the right garbage in the bin there. Right in the trasher. I think Henry's responsible. Sits Henry, in my car until you know, you know, you know, I was, uh, trust me, I was, uh, I was terrible. I. We have a we have a thing for student loan where you you can go on uh, on interest free uh, like first you don't have to pay for for six months no interest accrues you don't have to make any payments and then you can renew that for up to three years so I I started doing that and then uh, I we I ended up going to to Korea and then I had a bunch of issues getting a hold of them uh, so I just said fuck it <laughs> and I just never paid my student loan so finally after I came back after four and a half years I had this my student loan had defaulted so now my yeah. credit my credit was shit uh, i had another credit card that uh, i never paid so that went to collections i had a uh, a phone bill which uh, uh i i refuted but of course they win because they can just send you to collections uh and then i had to dig myself out of the hole in order to get a job like all the jobs that i applied for were like well we're doing credit checks and you know, when your credit score is low, even if if you fix your credit score, if you have anything still owing, they're going to ask you why are you still owing on this and this and that. So I had to go ahead and just dig in for a couple of years and make all my payments and get out of debt. I got my student loan. Uh, uh, there's a word for it where it repatriated or something. So it wasn't in collections anymore. And I, I make regular. I was paying at one point seven hundred and twenty dollars a month. And your student loan? For my student loan. Yeah. That explains why you don't have a shirt on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford a shirt. They have it. So when it, yeah, so finally, you know, I got all that shit taken care of, and now I get to listen to the stories of broke broke people like you guys. Hey, well, I... I <laughs> support group over here, man. Hey, I got my shit together. When I first came back from Korea, I, I like... Got my shit together. I paid all my bills on time. I got my loan, my student loans out of collections. I was making like $450 a month payments. Now I make $20 a month payment. So I'm fucking balling right now. Uh, but I went to LA and I had a job, but I hated that job. So I quit that job, took out a bunch of payday loans. Oh, smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then never paid those back. Like I, cause I thought I was like, I, I'm going to get a job. That's what I kept telling myself. I'm going to get a job and I'll pay them back. I'm going to get a job and I'm going to pay them back. And I never found a good job. So I had like five little jobs. I had five little jobs that were enough to pay everybody to leave me alone. But then I got one good job 
And I was like, I'll file bankruptcy. So I got the job and then I filed bankruptcy. So then I just like sent all those people to my bankruptcy lawyer. But then I never paid the bankruptcy lawyer. <laughs> Dude, I'm, tell me more about this bankruptcy, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, bankruptcy, recommend it or I recommend it to you if you really just like if you give it up on life on, if you're like no no, no. Fuck if you it, plan on like be being good the next time hole. like don't do it again you but, know what i mean so like, listen i should it, wait i should wait till I'm, uh, I'm about to have a little bit of money and then i should be like okay i gotta get this other shit out of the way because i'm not trying uh-huh. to go into it still broke when no, no, i can't no, pay yeah, yeah. stuff I, going I went forward, about it the trump way wait till you're about to have money yeah right and get rid Smart. of the yeah you know sweep the shit under the rug when you're about to buy a new rug i guess a lot of that shit just goes away anyway right it does after seven years. Like, a lot of it. Sorry, Express. You're not getting. Uh, yeah, you're not getting. You're your, not getting that 150 bucks right, for right. some shirt that I probably. Right. You know, exactly. Be caught Express, dead in now or whatever. Express credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah you, want that. you know, you got. I never got any credit cards at the mall, and I'm so happy about that. I just had like three hundred dollar credit cards. That's I got guy when did you get your Claire's. first credit card, guys? Because I remember I was eighteen in college. I, yeah, exactly. They get you when you're at college, university, and they're like, yeah. "You don't know anything." <laughs> Yeah. Here, I, had, I signed a money. form and they gave me a free coupon for a Subway sandwich. Oh, and then man. I had a credit card. That's the it's illegal the for end. them to do that now. Yeah. They can't do that anymore. I got a free t-shirt for a credit card once. And I can't even remember what the t-shirt said. It said, like, uh, college. It was one of those <laughs> college t-shirts. All I've gotten of. is, like, a thousand letters in the mail over the last decade. That's pretty <laughs> much all I got from the credit card companies. They just keep sending them. I, th- I think they go away after a while, though. It's like, shit like that, they, they stop years. calling, you know, because it, it's people oh. that, that buy them. Yeah, it's definitely been seven years on a lot of the stuff. Yeah, after seven years, it, it comes out so, of collection. I won't The worst, that, the worst part about the whole thing is not being able to answer your phone from this number that you don't. Screening Man. calls is, it gets so, I had, yeah. I, had, I had collection agency people who would call me, like, three and four times a day. Like three and four times a day to where uh, you can block a call. You can block a number. Different but if numbers. you block a number, they can still leave a, a voicemail message. So they, my voicemail would just always be full. Nobody could ever leave me a message because these guys just kept doing it. They're still doing it. Believe me, they're still out there doing that. I, I get calls all day. And it's not even a lot of them aren't even from debt things or whatever. Like I'll have some medical shit call me and, and I'll answer the phone after. If, if I be always one of the ones that call like three times a day. After like a week of taking that shit, I'll just I'll answer the phone, and I'll be like, "Listen, I don't have any money. <laughs> like, if, unless you're gonna come here and take all my shit, like I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I know it's just your job to try to talk me into paying you, but I can't give you stuff I don't have. So stop calling me. Send me a letter in the mail. I always just tell them to send me something in the mail. What What do you think? And then I pretend like I never got it in your life to to want to do that job. Like I want to call people and tell them to pay Desperate. their bills. Desperate, because you don't have any other they job. They must feel like sh- it must be like a you know how they say dentists are suicidal. I those guys must be feel suicidal. I try to be nice to those people because like you know I could end up in that job. I mean I would. Could be you, but it could be me. And but sometimes you get the one you could tell like wants to be good at their job. They want to be good at that. Yeah, yeah. some and, of them are and overachievers. They get real pushy and stuff or whatever. <laughs> and then you be like, listen, I'm not dealing with this right now. Go fuck yourself. Call back when you're somebody else or whatever, you know? Call back when you're nicer. Call back when you want to give me money. Exactly. I think those guys have a shitty job. I'm glad I don't have their job. I They make I'm it hard to be nice to pets. them sometimes, though. Shout you know? out to the Pet Peeve Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find those questions that people ask me. How much am I getting paid for this podcast, by the way? Pet Two advice. bags of dog food. You're, getting, you're getting pet Rub advice. it in that my dogs are dead, Albert. Why don't you rub it in some more? Well, you more. said you're going to get another one when you get your shit together. 
You want to get me to do grandma too while you're at it? <laughs> I got some of those Jeez. at the grandma shelter, the old folks home. You could get yourself a new grandma. I bet you could go down to the old folks home. I'm going take... to the old folks home with James G. Davis. There you go. Take one home with you. I'm doing a show with him. Uh, the Unvalent. Yeah, the what do you got coming up? I'm doing a show at, I don't even know where it is, with James G. Davis. at. Uh, it's a Valentine's Day show on the f- Saturday, February 10th. I got okay. a flyer with information on it somewhere. Oh, here it is. I'm doing Anoc that week, I think. Mighty Mix Pub in Winfield, Indiana. Oh, okay. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8. Uh, it costs $7 at the door, $5 presale. I'm what loser exactly they sure. have headline in that show? This dude named Albert Escobedo, he's uh, a very funny comedian, good-looking guy. Must be pretty hard up out here. I'm just joking. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> digging. They're digging for I'm talent a, around here. You got Mr. 12 and 20, Keegan Damron. Shout and out Tony Rodney and Keegan. Acevis, Tony Acevis. You I don't know, know this guy? guy. I know Rodney, I know Keegan. Keegan, where's he from? He's He has a podcast. Yeah, popular, Keegan and right? Friends podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's out in uh, Cedar Lake. Way out there. Way out Wh- there. Which picture is it on that on that ad of you, Albert? Is it the one where you're you're laughing like you just farted? No, it's the one where I'm cheesing. The one where he's trying to look like Mario Lopez. I look good in that picture. <laughs> That's my only headshot. I paid a guy twenty five dollars to take that picture of me. Yeah, you look Earth like it. you just you look like you just <laughs> farted and and you're laughing about it. That's what that's what it looks like to me. I've been using it for it. eight years and you still haven't gotten your money out of it. Dude, I, three no, four years. Don't exaggerate. King David Lane made a flyer for uh A knock over there for next week or whatever when oh, that okay. is. I'm doing it and took him three tries to get my name right. What are you I mean, I, it's like you're gonna make me be a diva. Well, first, first I was Kyle Norris, which I mean, I guess technically nailed it the first time, but that's I'm K. Francis Norris on yeah, everything for all the comedy shit, you know, stage name, yeah. and, and in the Facebook message where I'm talking to him, that's my name. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and, he, and then he fixed it and then he, he spelled it wrong that time. How do you spell Francis wrong? With an I, 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 I S, S not it. E S. It's me being difficult. All no, of it's me still, being difficult. No, but no, 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 no. They should spell your name right out of respect. Shout out King David Lane. No, this is something that I've talked about with other performers. Like they should have the decency to spell your name right if you're going to be on their show. And that's not talking shit on Dave. I'm sure it's or a say it right because people probably say your last name wrong all the time. Yeah, and it's yeah, annoying, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it is. It is. But I mean, it's, I'm ex- I'm used to it. Put it that way. Unless some people have the courtesy of asking me beforehand, how should I say your name? All right. But that's rare. Most of the time, they don't do that because it's like an open mic. Open mic. Shout out to Open Mic Comedy out there. This next guy's a very funny guy. He's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Every Seen him all around man. the city. He's so funny. Albert Escobado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Escobibo. <laughs> uh, Jesus. But then I meet somebody like uh, Rodney, Mr. 12 and 20. 12 and 20. And I don't know his name. I'll be like, 12 and 20, 12 and 20, 12 and 20. And then somebody else will be like, hey, Rodney, what's up? And I'm like, oh, shit, his name is Rodney. Like, I don't know if his la- his last name is like Revels or something, but I don't know if that's his real last name or just like a another stage name, fake black Facebook name. You know, like they'll have different la- fake last names or whatever. Sometimes Rodney he's a comedian at uh, Deep Performance Comedy. I don't know if that was a previous iteration of like a persona. It might be, but uh, so yeah, shout out Rodney, whatever your real last name is. Jesus. Okay, so we can do this uh, part now. Where we answer people's questions from Facebook. And then... Uh, people sent in questions? Yeah, because Henry's got to go. Right? Yeah. 
He's got to put a shirt on first. Henry never puts a shirt on. Do you on. have pants on, Henry? Do you have boxers on? <laughs> I know you're wearing pants. I'm not in. I'm not in the bathroom. So yes, I'm wearing underwear. <laughs> All right. So we got a question that says from Gwenda Atkinson says, "I wonder what happened to this lady a lot. What would cause her dogs to turn on her?" In the NPR version of her report, her friends say she raised them from puppies. I know the dogs didn't do it. This is like a murder mystery from Pitbulls mauling a Virginia woman. That's not really a question. But I would say, uh, okay, I guess it is a question. Are, would you say, would I agree that pit bulls are a dangerous breed? Uh, yes, amongst other breeds that I think are just more prone to uh, attacks. But it's, and being able to actually do damage when yeah, I mean, the I mean those are vicious, big, but they can't really can't do a lot do of so damage. Much damage. And it's it's. I mean, I'm I love pit bulls. I love Rottweilers. I love German Shepherds. I love big dogs. Um, but am I more afraid of a German Shepherd or than, Doberman? Yeah, or Doberman than I am a little Dachshund? Absolutely. Why? Because it could do more damage, and also those breeds were bred. Right. For you know, how do you? Security. What do you feel they they should do? Like, it's like if a dog bites somebody, you know, like bad. I, we had it in Portage. My cousin's kid got bit. Their neighbor had a pit bull, and she was out playing in the snow, and it got out, and it bit her leg through her snowsuit and her jeans, and yeah. took a chunk out of her leg. Jesus. And they came and got the dog or whatever, and they were going to put it down. But all these pit bull groups got involved saying, oh, well, well, he's not a bad dog. But I guess he like already he bit the owner previously, and the guy got blood poisoning because he didn't report as a dog bite when he went yeah. to the hospital and almost died and shit. So wow. it was like a bad dog. Right. He's biting people. Right. Bad. It was a bad dog. And he'd gotten it from a shelter from biting somebody. But this like, pit bull group came in. And they rescued they, it? They kidnapped the dog, I think, from the place. They no went shit. to like, the porridge thing and got the dog before they put it down. No shit. That's and crazy. then they took it somewhere else <laughs> and hid it somewhere. And then the guy got it back, and I think it bit somebody else, and they got it. And then they put it down before the people could get there or whatever. But, like, what do you think? Is it, like, a three-strike rule on, on dogs like Man, that? I, got my, I have an opinion that's not popular. I don't like dogs that bite at all. Right, I think right. no. I Some think dogs no dog bad dogs. should bite ever. So if your dog bites one person one time, I already have like questions about it. I already mm-hmm. don't trust your dog. Like that's it. And do you want a dog that you don't trust around? I don't. And if it's again, if it's a bigger dog, that's scarier. Uh, and if it does it more than once, then now we're seeing a pattern right. here. You know, one and time we can say the dog was scared nature, right? or the dog was threatened if it happened once. You know, you could say. Those things. What was your question? It's probably like a nature and nurture thing, right? Like some of it's probably breed based and also just genetics. Like yeah. a lot of uh, uh, German shepherds, like inbred and stuff yeah, in the absolutely. 90s. And breeding and has lots to do with it. Breeding has a lot to do with the pit, the They've been doing their pits a lot in the last 10 years, probably. I mean, they're just still bully breeds. Like yeah. They're, they're still like fighting dogs. That's why they were popular what, dogs to begin right, with. Right. That's what they have and yeah. deep down inside their core. And I mean, that's. Probably people are going to not like that opinion, but it's what I've experienced, and I believe to be true wholeheartedly that those breeds, and it's not just those dogs. Chihuahuas tend to be yeah. fucking aggressive My because people would, never put he them was down. Food aggressive. He'd, he'd randomly get in a funk. He'd bite somebody if they yeah. pet him the wrong way or Dude, something. Could be any breed. It just it, it's not just these certain breeds, but them too. Yeah. Uh, and I think that a dog should never bite. I mean, that's my opinion. Dogs shouldn't even be aggressive. Like. Should, we shouldn't even have like guard dogs. Like that's right. not okay. Like I don't even think that should exist. Like dogs that are trained to kill and things like that. Like if you if you need protection, protection. I don't know, man. I feel like a dog shouldn't be trained to be aggressive. What should we use? Monkeys. We should use other smaller people. 
like you know short yeah. guys capybaras people with <laughs> capybara yeah you know. capybaras to, to guard things what about those like tibetan mastiffs have you ever seen one of those in real life no i've seen mastiffs what's a tibetan mastiff the tibetan mastiffs like? the, the huge one that looks like a giant lion is like two or three different kinds but they've sold them for like insane amounts of money. it's a giant dog it was like a big guard dog look them up man it's like if you're at home, Google Tibetan Mastiffs, but they're oh, huge. Look at them like next to a person. Yeah, it's giant. It, it's a giant, it looks giant like dog. A, and like people will pay like a million dollars for like uh, these like Chinese royal people or whatever will pay all this money. I want to see it for him compared to another person. No, I see it. Yeah, oh, it's a big man. There's probably some better ones on there, but they just like absolutely insane. Look at that. That's crazy big. <laughs> Yeah, like imagine if that dog bit you. It's like the size of a bear. It's like the size of like a brown bear. Yeah, I would have to run and hide from this dog. Look at that. That's inc- pretty incredible. Yeah, it's a, it's a giant. It's like a Narnia fucking lion dog creature. That's Aslan right there. How often do you see at, at the vet? How often do you see out here like Great Danes? Not that often. Not that often. Not very often. So every see, once in a while. I see this guy walking around uh, in the city, like lives in, in like a condo over by my work. And he's he's got to be seven foot tall, at least. Like this dude, I mean, he's a giant. I'm 6'3", and this guy's like way up there. And then he's got this huge Great Dane that's like, I don't even know how tall. I mean, obviously huge. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like a normal sized dog compared, compared to this to guy. Yeah, there's just like two giant sticks walking down the street. <laughs> I think big people like to have bigger animals. I don't know. I like big dogs, but I wouldn't have one because I live in an apartment. Those Great Danes are pretty chill, though, right? Yeah, they're real oh, They just, slow. like, lounge and shit. I mean, when they're older, when they're puppies, they're still puppies. They have a lot yeah. of energy, and they're goofy But they don't have, stuff. like, boxer energy, right? No, I mean, they're not going to have... They're not out running around no, like crazy. They're big. They're slow. They sleep a lot. They're good dogs. I like Great Danes. They're just giant. They're just they're, massive. They're just giant. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't mind having a giant animal. Because then you got to think, that thing gets sick or injured. How are you going to move it? Some people like that, though. Some people like having a big burden of an animal. A lot people of people like get parrots. Dude, people look at parrots are fucked in the head, right? People that have parrots, I think it's a tough pet to have. It's like you want to have this thing that it's gonna live forever, and it's like it's weird upkeep, and you gotta try to keep it happy. It's like a yeah. Tamagotchi, man. <laughs> Get a Giga pet. <laughs> they sh- dude, it's a it's a rough pet to have. It's like a having a kid, and it talks shit to you for no reason. It does talk, makes a lot of noise. Very I don't, I don't very feel fucking hard around talking birds. It's a hard pet to keep happy. I think like you hit it, the nail on the head that you got to keep it happy. It's got like personality, and yeah. you keep it in a cage. Yeah. It's got personality. It's got a lot of energy. You go away for like two days. It's gonna, it's gonna get all pissed off at you when you yeah. come back and stuff. Dude, that's just it. You start ignoring it. You gotta have somebody come weird. over that like gets along with the bird to take <laughs> care of your bird if you want to go on vacation. Yeah. It just seems like a big problem, you know. Is this gonna People sound like, like a stupid question? But if you have like a big bird like that, like shouldn't it? Does isn't it supposed to fly? Like isn't it bad? Like. Do you let no, it they clip their wings, right? Clip the wings. They clip their yeah. wings, eh? They still yeah. can fly though a little bit, right? Because they that one like of the pet store flutter. flew at me one day. They can glide. That's like yeah, this, it, that's like the saddest thing ever to clip the wings of a bird. Hell yeah! Like the same thing. In a putting cage. a fish in a bowl is the same type of fucking. Man, now we're getting torture, deep, guys. Yeah, don't you think like a fish in a tank is the same thing as a bird in a cage? I think it's a, especially an ocean it's fish. It's a little bit different. To swim in the ocean, right? I, or a man in a cubicle. Yeah. No, no, but you can leave. You if can you, if walk you out. Fish, there's many doors. If you got a, a, a goldfish, the bowl. This, if you get a goldfish, the bowl is like in a box right what, now. A hundred times bigger than the goldfish, right? Sure. You're not getting. You're not getting a cage for your bird that's a hundred times the size of your bird. That's it's like true. so. Like the bird has the, a bird normally has the entire sky to fly around in, right? And like. 
I'm thirsty. So, like an ocean fish would have the entire ocean to fit to, to swim What's around. What's bigger, in, right? But like a goldfish, a goldfish lives in a bowl, man. Where where else are goldfish really hanging out at? A koi pond? You know, a goldfish doesn't know the ocean. But you can't you can't erase the memory of the sky from a bird, am I right? Oh man, that was poetic. You can't er- say that say that one more time, Kyle. <laughs> I don't know what you, I'm talking you about. You can't man. erase the sky from a bird. You, you can't erase like the memory of the sky from the bird. It's like a bird to be in a cage. Oh. It's gonna be. It's known the sky. It's known the ability to fly and, and knows that it has the option to be all over the place. That, that's my next tattoo. I'm gonna get that right above my. Get it in like a nice my, script, right, and then get like a bird. Get a bird like the shape of a bird Tra- made with a whole bunch of silhouettes of little birds. You know. That's my new trend like With like a seagull eating a, a <laughs> McDonald's fry. It's, it's a mural, it. huh? It's a mural. Yeah, a mural. <laughs> like a seagull with one leg eating some fries in the Burger King parking lot. I love it. That's a, a bird never forgets the sky, my man. Bird never forgets the sky. That's the next T-shirt. No, I'm acting like it was deep on purpose and shit. <laughs> Looking off into the distance as you say it. Make sure to get that on your lower back, by the way, if you get that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. You don't have a tramp stamp. Not you're yet. homo. I've been thinking. Yeah. I've been you still got room there. That. Of course. What a loser, man. Me and what over if we, our what if we all got the same tramp stamp? How manly would that be? If what would it be say? so manly? If two of us got it, it wouldn't be. But if three of us got it, it goes the other yeah. way, and then right, you it becomes guys the most manly. You guys do it first. All right. <laughs> I'll do it third. How about how about you guys push this conversation about this till next week when somebody else is here to maybe agree to be the third person? <laughs> all right. Who do you got coming up next week? Do you know? Uh, this guy, his name is uh, Anthony Rasic or Rasic. Do you think he can sure. get the t- tramp stamp? I, put, I could probably talk him into a tramp stamp. Cool. Anthony's a cool guy. He's from Fort Wayne. He brought me out there to do like a Fort Wayne roast battle one time. Everybody knows how cool Fort Wayne is. Fort That's Wayne. what they're known for. It's for being super cool and super fun cool. and where awesome people are from. Well, you know, they did have a uh, ice skating rink in the mall for a long time. They did? The yeah. Did you go out there for it? I did. I got dipping dots and everything. No shit. Dipping dots. I saw Master P ice play basketball too. I, Back when Master P was playing for the Fort Wayne Comets or Fury or whatever. Really? Yeah. He was playing like for their... Their whatever, amateur team or yeah. whatever. Their uh, minor league basketball team. Is that a yep. thing? Master P, huh? When was that? 99? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably in high school. Oh man. Make, Make him, him say, say uh. uh outs to the nineties what was the name of their label? No limit. No limit. No limit. Fucking no limit. Remember when Snoop Dogg was Best on the Best album limit? covers in the business. Hell yeah, they had dope album covers. Oh yeah. Get oh dope. Silk the shocker. That was my guy. A lot of uh, anger going on with those gentlemen. Mystical. Yeah, Mystical, Mystical. Uh, always warning people about stuff. <laughs> Danger. <laughs> Shake your face. Oh, Go watch a, yourself. What was a uh, man? That was one guy that I really liked on there. I can't remember his name now. Oh well. Pet Peeves podcast. Uh, let's see. Any more questions on here? Yeah, Scott Seifert asks, "Why does my dog get the zoomies, especially in fresh snow?" You guys know what the zoomies are? Yeah. Like you mushrooms? No, not like mushrooms. <laughs> uh-huh. The zoomies, you know, that it's just yeah, like when dogs they just get, get nutty. They just, just basically start running around in circles. Yeah, exactly. They just get like a boost of energy out of nowhere and they start zipping and zooming around. 
spinning in circles or just running Was back and forth. Glucose spike sprints. or something? Yeah, I don't know where the hell that comes from. I never even heard the term zoomies until like... 2015. Yeah, I knew what it was, but I, I started hearing it like late, more lately. But it's like a thing. It's a, it's a perfect name it's, for no, it. No, it's a perfect name for it. it you happens. know what you're talking about. It you call it the zoomies. You I know? don't know why dogs get the zoomies. I really don't. I think it's just because they're crazy animals, and we forget that sometimes. And just like every once in a while, you get nutty and crazy and have to just start Stirk doing crazy. push-ups or running around and pacing or fucking whatever you do to get your nervous energy out. But I don't know. They're animals. Mainline heroin. Yeah, just doing some fucking heroin between your toes mainlining heroin yeah yeah that's what you gotta do is that what is, is that, that i don't know dude i've never, really, mainlining heroin I've never thought about stick doing it heroin. into your jugular that's a thing yeah just or is it just like into your normal arm vein i thought it was when you injected in your penis oh uh, no that's the normal way no? oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's main, standard the main veining yeah that's standard isn't it so i do it anyway uh, what does this one say it says do it I somewhere where nobody will see it right yeah nobody ever sees my dick <laughs> <laughs> I have a pet peeve. Oh, this is from my cousin, Rosie, Rosemary Cruz. It says, I have a pet peeve. One, I am deathly afraid of big dogs because I had my own dog attacked me. So when I go over someone's house and they own a big dog, I tell them that I'm scared of dogs and please put it away. And the first thing they tell me is, oh, don't worry, my dog doesn't bite. It's friendly. Yeah, my dog didn't either until it bit me. I would say if someone's uncomfortable with dogs, just put your dog away. If someone yeah. asks you nicely to please put your dog away, just put your dog away. And, uh, and dogs are unpredictable 100% of the time. That's just it. I know your dog's never bit somebody ever. Sure, no dog does until it does, you know? No dog does until it yeah. does. And if if you're like a person that had like an incident and that's why you're kind of like sketched out around dogs, that's understandable. If you're just a person that doesn't like dogs, fuck you. My dog lives here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll go somewhere else. No, you right. know, if you're just a person, I don't like dogs. Well, yeah, deal. Yeah. yeah, you're a terrible human, and I hate you. Yeah, no, I think it's something weird when people don't like animals. I think that's something that should be mentioned on every podcast. If you don't love animals, there's something wrong. I don't understand it. They're cute. They're fun. They're here for us. And if anything, they're delicious. Do you ever kill animals? Like, Do I ever hunting? kill animals? I mean, like, have you ever been hunting? <laughs> uh, I've been hunting, but I didn't successfully kill any animals. But when I was young, my friend had a BB gun, and we shot a bunch of birds, and I felt really guilty about it. Does that count as hunting? Um, no, because you felt guilty about it. I felt it. really guilty, and I didn't eat them. But because you felt guilty about it, that counts as killing. Yeah, I murdered. It was just you murdering birds. I murdered birds. a bunch of birds when I was, like... 14. I think we all did. Did you intend to kill guns? them? Was it, could it be? Oh, oh, I mean, I knew if I shot them, they were going to die and I shot them. He so, was more yes. interested in hitting them than yeah, killing them. Yeah, I just them, wanted to see if I could do it. I just like wanted to see if my aim, or I guess, still man, murder. It's, murder one? It's a uh, feather it's slaughter. A gored up byproduct of the BB gun, you know? I blame the BB gun company. I did a lot of that, man, shooting squirrels and stuff. I, I don't really like hunting for a lot of stuff. Like, if I see somebody on TV shoot an elephant, I fucking lose my mind. Yeah, that's sad. You know, mm-hmm. but you understand, like, the why it needs to happen. You know, some of the animals, why they need, like, whole, like, old bulls and stuff like that. Yeah. But it still sucks, you know. Yeah. But, like, I go goose hunting every yeah. other year or something or a time or two a year sometimes. I have a problem with it. It's geese, man. They're, my brothers duck hunt. All yeah. the time, big duck hunters. But I mean, I'd feel I don't feel bad about the geese really. I I would feel bad like shooting a deer. I would do it. Yeah. If I got like I, I used to go deer hunting, I never got one. But like if I got really into deer hunting, like I wouldn't yeah. do it because I don't feel like I need to go out of the way to do it. But I'll eat that meat all day, man. If I hit right. one with the car, <laughs> you know, I'm using it. I know? would eat it. I think that's something that I feel bad. You know? I, I, 
I, I don't have any problem with hunting. I, I really don't. I think that I eat animals all the time, so I can't even be that upset about it at all. all right. I wouldn't feel bad to enough to stop me from doing it. Yeah. You and know? if somebody told me, hey, I killed this deer today, I would eat it. Fuck yeah. yeah. And if someone told me I killed these chickens or this cow or this pig, like, I guess I don't want to watch it being done, but even if I watch somebody shoot the pig, butcher the pig, cook the pig, I, it wouldn't kill my appetite at all. It's weird when it's like something it. you have as pets though, right? Yeah. It's like, like people have rabbits as pets. I had a pet rabbit, you know, it's not, a, they're not a very good pet. It's not much of a pet. No, they just, they smell it's like a cat that lives in its litter box. It's pretty much what a rabbit is. <laughs> that can never stop eating. But, you know, you know it's like a pet. You could have eating. it cute, whatever. But yeah. I'd shoot a rabbit. Would you eat a rabbit? Yeah, it's too tough, though. Like, they usually make stew and stuff out of it, and I don't I don't mess with soups and stews. No, and, you don't? Know, I don't eat anything in a bowl. Really? Uh, what? Ice cream, uh, ice cream occasionally, <laughs> or, like, cereal. I will if I, I eat cereal maybe a couple times a year, but... Uh, I don't eat soups or stews or like pasta. I don't eat any of that stuff. <laughs> Why not? I just don't like the consistency of it, man. I don't like, it looks like food that's already been eaten. Sort of like, like vomit, I yeah, guess. Yeah. It's just like, it's, yeah. What about chili? I don't eat chili. Whoa. Make up your mind. Are you a solid or a liquid? You know, like what about like noodles? <laughs> I don't eat noodles. No, too many types of them. There's too spaghetti, many spaghetti. Though you're gonna no, pasta. I'll eat, I'll eat shells and cheese, like craft shells and cheese. Is the only thing, and I don't go out of the way to eat it. Huh? <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that's not I got a lot of weird food hangups, man. That, Interesting. Maybe that'll be my podcast. I do. Uh, yeah, food, food, food aversions. Lawrence <laughs> Francis. With K <laughs> Francis. That's nuts, man. I love. I love fucking every kind of food that's the one thing that i'm happy about that i'm not a picky eater i but personally love food, food in bowls it's actually yeah, my food in bowls is like a, like a skillet because well, you're like asian what are you <laughs> you're <laughs> asian or something right yeah. Yeah. so and albert too albert looks asian so that's why i eat things in a bowl of chopsticks maybe there's no coincidence that we ended up in south korea we relate to those people maybe bowl a lot of bowl food that's true yum i mean i used to have a bowl haircut when i was young you know oh, who didn't it's part of my heritage, I guess. Henry didn't. I'm looking at Henry's hair right now. I don't think he'd, he would be able to rock a bowl cut. No, no, no. It was, it was, It'd be like a vertical Af- bowl cut. It was afro, fade, or braids. It's really... Uh, don't have lots of options. I guess I could permit, but... Uh, my pimp hands... Who wants to rock that permanent, you know? My, my, my pimp hands not that strong. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of questions here. I don't think I'm yeah, going to get through many more of these. What do you, what, you guys want to do one more? I'll do let's, do, one. let's do one more. Okay, so this one says, question, when a dog goes outside, does it come back with fleas? And if no, how do you know? If the answer is you would have to check out, check it out, then that means I have to check the dog every time he goes out? Uh, yes, I think that you should be, all people should be checking their animals multiple times a day. And I'm not saying you're giving it like a head-to-toe physical, but as part of your dog's bonding experience with you, you pet it. You give him attention, and while you're petting him, look through his fur real quick. It doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, you can notice signs like itchiness or redness on the fur or things like that. Um, but as far as just checking your dog for fleas, it doesn't have to be a 20-minute ordeal. It could be a one- or two-minute check really quick, and then monitoring your dog the rest of the time for like itching, redness, things like that. You should notice uh, if they have fleas pretty quickly because they're going to be itching and then check them. And then you're going to be itching. And you, the fleas could get on you. Fleas can't live on people. They could bite people and it itches. You end up with them live. all over the place. But you, oh, I've had a flea infestation in my yeah, house when too. I was little. 
You ever had one? Dude, an ex-girlfriend's cat got out for like a week. It was a cat too. And yeah. then when it got back in, dude, the dogs got it. The cats yeah. got it. It was all, it was just the biggest pain in the ass. Dude, it oh, took yeah. like months to get rid of all. It of takes it. months. Yeah, it's like a three month cycle. Uh, and cats cats are the ones that get fleas and give them to the dogs. That's how it goes. Jerks. Uh, yeah, that's that's the answer to your question. Yes, check your dog every time it goes out, but uh, you know, don't don't feel like it needs to be a long process or a very invasive check. Quick check. Quick check. That's all it has to be. That's my pet peeve, Albert. What's that? Cats that give dogs fleas. It's a good one. Not with it. No, I hate them too. I think in most of our... I think cats balls, podcast, though, infinitely better. Like, cats balls? Cats balls better to look at. What if the cat's ball says fleas? Still better than a dog with fleas. Still looking still looking better still than Still better dog than a dog's balls. balls. Cut your dog's balls. All right. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah, callbacks, <laughs> right? <laughs> Brought it well, back full circle to the beginning. That's a, that's yeah, it's called a callback. That was, they, that was amazing. They pay me the big bucks. Well, thank you, Kyle. K. Right, Francis me, Norris man. for being on the Pet Peeves Podcast. Are you going to, are you going to, uh, uh, we're going to let him, uh, plug something? Yeah, yeah. What shows do you have coming up? You said, uh, Anoc. Yeah, I got Anoc on whatever date that is. So what's that? That's a night of comedy that's at Zodiac Bar and Club and Grill here in Crump Point, Indiana at Crump the Square. Point. And then I've got, uh, February 23rd, Shenanigans and Portage. We're going to be doing a monthly there. Okay. Bringing uh, a bunch of people out from the city. Nice. Got some good people on that one. Uh, so that's 23rd of February, Shenanigans and Portage. Portage, and Indiana. Then, uh, check out the Instagram, K Francis Norris. That's Francis with an ES. Facebook, all that other stuff. Uh, check out my upcoming podcast about. Poop. I'm not doing that podcast. Were we talking about that on air earlier, or was that just a... I can't remember. The can't Toilet Humor podcast. Toilet Humor podcast. Anyway, uh, that's about it, man. Check me out. Nice, and uh, we got Pet Peeves Podcast on Instagram at Pet Peeves Podcast. We have on uh, Twitter as at Pet Peeves Pod. Listen to the SoundCloud, and now we're on iTunes. This is Pet Peeves Podcast Episode 3. Henry... Anything? Check out my new sex tape. Uh, <laughs> Here, I thought uh, mine was bad. It's a uh, it's a it's a solo project. Um, <laughs> it'll be out soon. I'll put the link up on the website. Nice. Sounds All like right. loads of fun. <laughs> yes. When's that dropping? Uh, <laughs> When's that load it dropping? Al- <laughs> it already dropped. Oh shit! All right, thank you guys for listening. Pet Peeves Podcast Episode Three. We're out of here.